Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. You're listening to Comedy Dynamics Daily. My family is so proud of me, by the way. Like, just, just, uh, let me just tell you, I'm so proud of Ireland. I'm so proud that we come to America. And I'm so proud, so proud. So, so proud. We were so Asian. We were like all the food in my lunchbox had eyes. <laughs> I always had some kind of intestinal parasite, always, like some kind of tapeworm. And then I always just looked fucked up because I was super skinny. And then I always had lice. So I just always had a shaved head. So I looked terrible. Like I always looked like I was running from a burning village. Like. <laughs> and I was very gay as a kid. It's very hard to grow up gay. And if you're a gay adult, you really owe it to gay kids. Like if you ever see gay kids around or they see you, you have to like always look happy. Always be smiling, holding your partner's hand, just kicking ass at life. You know, make sure they see you buying a lot of shit at Whole Foods, <laughs> having a good time, always, just so they know that it's possible to survive, that they may grow up to be you. That's what you need to do. It's an important thing. Be the example that they need. It's hard. Very hard. Like, I remember being just a super gay kid, and, and it was very tough. Is that I, I got bullied a lot, but then ignored a lot. And I remember, you know, being in a school assembly, and there's hundreds of children there. And I was sitting there on a bench by myself, and nobody would sit next to me. You know, because I was a like creepy gay kid. Nobody would sit next to me, and kids are sitting on each other's laps and on each other's feet, but nobody would sit next to me. And I just sat there, and I thought, I am the loneliest kid in the world. And then I thought, I am a star. <laughs> so you have to be, you know, just have that energy when you see gay kids around. Because you know when you see gay kids, when you see a little gay boy and he's like, mow, 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 mow. <laughs> you know, you gotta fan that flame. <laughs> My family, like, they're really, they, they really never understood what I was doing when I was growing up, and now they're very into it. Now they're very excited, and, like, I was showing my mother how to use YouTube, and I showed, I showed my mother a, a video of Miley Cyrus twerking, and all she said was, oh, she's shaking out all of her luck. It was always very hard to, to get any kind of acceptance within the Korean community for me. And then as I got older, too, because I also, I'm very different. I have a lot of tattoos, a lot, which is very controversial in Korean culture to have them. I have a lot. And uh, 
So uh, Koreans are very, uh, they're, they're really against tattoos. It's very taboo for Koreans to have tattoos because during the Korean War, it, everything was destroyed and then rebuilt by organized crime. And the way that the organized criminals recognized each other was through their tattoos. So it's real controversial. And so I go to the clothing optional Korean spas in Los Angeles, which are not just clothing optional, everybody's just naked. <laughs> you know, everybody's naked and I'm just naked with my tattoos and you know, walking around and Korean people are giving me dirty looks, which is hard to tell. It's hard to tell when a Korean is giving you a, a dirty look. You know, the... So I felt self-conscious, so I went into like a sauna, you know, by myself, and I'm just sitting there in the sauna, I'm naked, and I'm watching big screen TV, just watching golf. And the manager, comes in and she's fully clothed and she's like, uh, can I talk to you out here? It's really hot. And I was like, okay. And so I was standing outside and she goes, I hate to tell you this, but you are really upsetting people here with your body. I'm going to have to ask you to put your clothes on. And the thing about me is that I have an enormous bush. I mean, it's, a, it's a, not even a 70s bush. It's like an 1870s bush. And it absorbs a lot of water. <laughs> so then when I stood up, it was like. <laughs> and I, I was a little bit, I didn't know what to say. And then, you know, the ladies were looking at me and then I finally, I just said, uh, do you know who I am? And her eyes went from my enormous bush to my face, and she really said, oh my God, you're Margaret Cho, I'm a really big fan. I've been to your shows, I think you're amazing, but you still have to put your clothes on. <laughs> so I was like, all right, but this is wrong, and you are gonna be sorry. And I just walked away. <laughs> and I really wasn't sure how they were gonna be sorry, but I was like, determined that they were gonna be sorry that I went home and I actually wrote about it and I posted it online and it, it just kind of went everywhere. It was on Huffington Post and Jezebel and all these different places. And the Korean spa side, they, they called me, they were so sorry. You could hear the bowing over the phone. Like, oh, so sorry, so sorry, so sorry, so sorry, sorry, so sorry. And they offered me whatever I wanted for free. I could come back and I could have whatever I wanted, anything I wanted for free. But I didn't want to go because I was very offended. You know, I thought that was really wrong for them to discriminate against me. You know, like, I, I think it's okay for people to be freaked out by my looks or whatever, but you can't have the management say that you should, you know, put your clothes on. It was wrong. So I was really angry. I didn't want to go. But then I talked to my mom about it, and she was like, but it's free! <laughs> So then I had to go, and everybody was really nice to me. And I think what happened was they, uh, when they found out I was coming, they closed the spa and hired a bunch of actors <laughs> to be nice to me. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to the Comedy Dynamics YouTube channel and follow us on social media for daily stand-up comedy clips and more. 
Comedy Dynamics Daily is produced by Brian Volkweiss, Brian Adams, Rachel East, and Stuart Lindbergh. Comedy Dynamics is a division of the Nacelle Company. Thank you for listening.